Have you ever wondered about journaling for your spiritual disciplines? Today, I am joined by guest Kristen Vanderlip, and she is all about journaling. She teaches us how to use journaling in our Bible study time, as well as some benefits of journaling for our lives. Even if you don't consider yourself a writer or a journaler, I think that you're going to really enjoy this episode. My name is Eva Kabashik, and this is the Bible Study Made Simple podcast. So glad you're here. Let's talk with Kristen now. We're here with Kristen Vanderlip. Hey, Kristen. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Pretty good. Good. Um, I would love to hear a little bit about what you do, if you'd like to share with everybody. Yes, I'd love to share that with you. Um, So I'm a military spouse, and I'm a former teacher turned stay-at-home mom turned freelance editor and freelance writer. Um, So it's it's been an interesting journey of a career, um, I guess, but it's all been used up until this point. And so now I call myself a writer and an author, and that is what I love to do. So I am writing, I do a little bit of speaking here and there. um, And that's kind of where I operate these days. And from home. Thank goodness. (laughs) That's awesome. And you've got kids, right? Yes. Two boys, um, ages five and eight. So the youngest just finished pre-K. He was in part-time pre-K and the oldest is elementary school. So next year they they will both be full-time school and that will be a whole new ball game for me to have, you know, both kids out of the house. So much more writing time. I know I am. It's, it's that bittersweet thing of I'm going to miss them, but I'm also so ready <laughs> to have yeah. that time to work and write. It'll be fun. I totally understand. Yeah. So we're talking about all things Bible study as we are going through this summit. And so I would love to like hear from you about how you learned how to study the Bible personally. Yeah, I think this is such a good question. Um, and I love talking about it. And I think to answer it, I need to share a little bit of my faith backstory with you. Um, I grew up in the Catholic church as a little one. And I think up until about um, elementary to middle school, my family kind of transitioned out of the church. Um, it kept kind of being a part of my life, but the way in which kind of Christianity and church was kind of brought into my life during those years was more like you just, you go to church on Sunday. Um, the priest is going to do the teaching and the reading for you. It was never on my radar that I could read scripture for myself. It wasn't taught, you know, taught to me. It wasn't shown to me. I just, I didn't even think like, Oh, I could read this for myself. Like I could do this at home. Um, until I met my now husband in high school and I followed him to church because I really liked him. Um, and I actually um, just fell in love with Jesus, like really fell in love with him um, in about high school. And I was so hungry for the word because I realized, oh, this is accessible to me. Like God wants to connect with me and he wants to talk to me and he wants to get to know me and me know him through his word. And I was all over that Bible. Like I was a sponge. I wanted to know it all. Um, but I had no experience doing that myself. And as I'm sure you know, and the people watching and listening know, the Bible can be really overwhelming, um, especially if you want to study it. And so I think for me, 
my mother-in-law now, um, she gave me or suggested, I don't remember which, um, my first Bible that was not a King James Version Bible that collected dust in our home, but it was a New Living Translation. And I could read it and study it in language that made sense to me. And it was a study Bible. So it had all of those added components to help me understand contextually and culturally, like, what does this mean? Um, And going to small groups and Bible studies at the church I was going to so that others could show me what it looked like to read God's word and study God's word and give me a plan and show me some questions I can ask as I read and process. Um, And then as I got older, of course, I got really into Kay Arthur Bible studies and inductive studies, um, her precept upon precept, um, got into Beth Moore and her studies. And so it kind of um, just collectively from, from people far away through their writing and Bible study, and then just mentors in my own life showing me what they do. I learned how to kind of absorb that and do that myself. Um, and it's been really cool to think about that and reflect on that. That is so neat. I love that your um, mother-in-law kind of gave you your first Bible. That's so sweet. I love that. Well, and it's funny because when I started dating my husband, we we were just turned 16. And so we weren't really driving yet. And so we drive in their, their family van and they all had Bibles in their van. And I was like, what is this craziness <laughs> that you even drive with your Bibles? <laughs> Oh, I love that. That's so cool. Oh, yeah, but she was sweet. She has been a great um, influence in my spiritual life, so I'm, I'm lucky to have her. That is so sweet. So what does your, like, Bible study time look like these days? It looks really different, and I think it looks different depending on the season I'm in. Yeah. Um, right now, I have a pretty good rhythm of waking up before my whole home. Um, like I've discovered even when we're not in a regular, I say like a regular life because of this pandemic that's going on currently as we talk, um, I still need to wake up before my family, even though I feel like I could be lackadaisical, but I, I wake up before my family. I have that quiet solitude time. Um, and I have my Bible and I have my journal, which I know that we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, and right now, currently, our church is doing Women in the Word. So we are all reading through the Bible in a year. And so we're following that plan. And so I've got the notebook that our women's ministry created for that. I've got my plan. So I will get quiet with the Lord. I will read that plan each day. Um, and when I'm not kind of, I, I don't want to say when I'm not doing this, but I tend to alternate between doing a study a pre-written study mm-hmm. and just studying on my own. Like I like to kind of have the influence of, of others' voices and expertise and wisdom. And then sometimes I like to just kind of step away from that and just get with God and just with me and see kind of what comes out of that. Um, and then I have like a note-taking Bible, which has changed my, my Bible study life. Like I love taking my notes in there too. So um, yeah, that's kind of what it looks like these days. Oh, I love that. I think based on Instagram, I think we're doing the same reading plan. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, That's really cool that your like church is doing that together. I think that's um, amazing. So that's really neat. So I would love to talk more about your journal. I know you mentioned it. So um, can you tell us what your journaling looks like? 
Yes. So that also looks very different <laughs> depending on the season. Um, I think early on um, when I was incorporating journaling into kind of the spiritual um, practices of mine, um, I didn't have a journal like yours, oh, yeah. but I used very similar questions to study scripture. And I wish I had one like yours to begin with. Um, so in the early stages of journaling and, and Bible reading, I would just kind of read my scriptures. And then if there was something that stuck out to me, you know, I would start writing about that and just writing down these certain things that I just felt pulled toward and then I'd get curious about it. And sometimes most of the time I'm, I'm writing down facts I want to remember. Um, and I know like you pointed to God's character a lot and like, what is this passage showing us about God's character? And like, so I would do that too. You know, what is this telling me about God? What do I want to remember? Um, new things I'm learning. And really that journaling and study of the Bible first for me really just started so I could remember because yeah. I am so forgetful. Um, but that practice of, of reading it and thinking it and writing it really helps me solidify. And then of course, as you know, I go through life and I forget things that I can go back through the journals. And it's a really fun thing too, to see where I was spiritually in the journals and what I was, what God was revealing to himself through his word to me. And then kind of look at that. I, I love to be reflective and introspect, introspective and do all those things. So um, now I use, um, which we can talk about this more later, but I use this journal of mine, the life worth living journal. And it really is helping me kind of focus in on, I think, let me, let me backtrack. I think it gives me a few practical steps that I need to connect with God's word. One, um, sometimes I'll change the order. Sometimes I'll journal first and then I'll read. Sometimes I'll read, then I'll journal. Sometimes I'll do them together. But a lot of times I just need to get thoughts out with God first to kind of clear my mind so I am not distracted. So I can get that onto the page and I can talk with God through the journal, through prayer, and then I can get back to scripture. And I have more space, I feel like, to remember, to understand, to get those spiritual nudgings of, of I want to reveal this to you about myself. Um, and then I can go back and, and write down what was revealed to me in my journal. So it's kind of become, I think I was more structured early on in how I journaled. And now I'm kind of, I've got just just weird flows depending on what's working. <laughs> I don't know if that's helpful at all. <laughs> no, I think that's so helpful. And we've already gotten um, so many questions from people saying like, I struggle to remember or how do I like retain what I'm learning as I'm reading. And I love that you are using journaling to help with that. And like you're um, actively working on remembering those things. Yeah, I'm a very, like, spiritual amnesia for me is, like, a real thing. Like, it's, it's true. <laughs> I need That's all the help hilarious. I can get. That's hilarious and so good. <laughs> so, um, talk a little bit about your Life Worth Living journal. And um, so, you're actually the creator of the Life Worth Living journal. So, um, I'd love to hear a little bit from you on, like, how you started that. Um, because I think you used the the prompts and stuff before it even became that journal. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about from you on that whole process. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'd a loaded question. No, <laughs> I'd love to, to tell you all the things. Um, so obviously I have been, a, I don't know about obviously, but I've been a big journaler my whole life, a big writer. And I know not everybody is a writer and not everybody is a journaler. 
And so to anybody listening who is like intrigued by journaling, but is like dismissive of, I'm just not a writer. I just want to encourage that person just to kind of open your hands to the possibility of trying it because you don't have to be a writer to journal and, and maybe release some expectations that you might have. But I have always been a writer and journaler. And I mean, I still have a box in my closet of all my journals I've ever kept. And so that's just been a practice of mine for as long as I can remember. Um, but about 10 years ago, um, like life of mine just totally fell apart. And I experienced the loss of a child and the loss of my father and being um, my husband being in the military, we just started to have our life changed all the time and so many seasons of unknown and life got really, really hard for me. And so journaling and connecting with God, that was how I survived and processed and stayed healthy emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Um, and then a few years ago, just... <laughs> another season, like as life ebbs and flows, just another really, really hard season that I walked through. And it was a really, um, it came right after we had moved again because of the army and I didn't have established connections in a church yet. I didn't have community. Um, I still thankfully had mentors in my life. Um, and I was working with some licensed counselors and seeking the outside wisdom was incredible to me and they helped me get tools that I didn't have. And so as I started to incorporate kind of what God was teaching me and showing me and what these mentors were teaching and showing me and showing up through journaling and processing, um, I just got into this journaling process that became so helpful to me that it kind of blew me away <laughs> because I mean, I've journaled for years. I've prayed for years. Um, and, and I'd also prayed for just like, just the miracle prayers that we all pray of like, God, just change this or just change my heart or just please like, let there be a miracle overnight. And a lot of the growth and healing and work he wanted to do in me, it was going to take time mm -hmm. and it was going to invite me into the process. Um, and so this journal um, I created for myself, <laughs> as, as you said, and it, it is just a space that helps me be honest with my feelings and emotions, um, be very transparent with what's hard. Um, that scripture and God invite us into um, that we have permission to, to be like David in the Psalms and cry out and share our distress. Um, and it's just incredible to see how God invites us into that. And so I took that to the page to just be compassionate on myself through God's compassion for me. And so you have the space to do that, but that's where I was stuck for years. Like I can be, I can, I can vent my complaints all day long. I can get stuck in my feelings all day long. And I like God with me was like, this is not where you're staying. Like you are not meant to live from this place. Like, yes, there's a time for grief, but your life is not hopeless. You are not helpless. Like you can do things. And that was like, it might sound obvious for some people, but for me in those seasons, I felt like so much was out of my control that I just felt very passive. And so the next section is thinking outside of that mindset to what steps can I take in light of how I feel in light of my circumstances, what can I do? Um, and so sometimes in that space, it's, I can say a prayer. I can write a lament. I can um, take a nap today. <laughs> um, you know, it's just thinking about ways to change our mindset and our behaviors. And then the last part is all about gratitude, really, which can be also 
it's harder than it can seem for some people. And for me, it was because I'd look at my circumstances and my feelings and I'd be like, this is not good. <laughs> like, this is not good. Yeah. I know God is good, though. And I know that that is a truth. And so I would ask him and, and scripture will say, you know, taste and see my goodness, like test me. And mm -hmm. I want to show you my goodness. And so just even the smallest things that I would notice, like the flower in the crack of the sidewalk, like that was something that made me stop and smile and like, I see that good. And I see God through that good. And so I'm going to make a list, which I call the good list. And I borrowed that phrase, I think from Tish Oxenreiter, I think. I might be wrong on that. I might need a fact check, but, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's this process of renewing the mind that scripture talks to us about. So we have space for the hard, but we're not going to stay there. And we're going to kind of shift and move through that to do like Philippians four, eight, to think about the good and the noble and just all of that. And that helps shape our minds so that we get out of the rut that we're stuck in. Um, and I know that was a very long winded explanation, but just showing up daily in that way to process, um, it's, it's been amazing for me. And so I wanted to offer that to other women because I know I'm not the only one who faces loss and hard things and struggles. Um, and so being able to create something that can invite other women to have some kind of format to do the same thing. Um, I was so excited to be able to do that. And it's been really fun. Oh man, that was so good. Like, I feel like that right there was worth the, I don't know, $10 of the all access <laughs> cash. Like, <Yay>. um, <laughs> so I have used your journal and I, I just, I love the way that it walks you through and it ends. So it's kind of like the Psalms where they express their emotion and then it draws it back to that gratitude, to that, like who God is, to like what you, your firm foundation is. Oh, your journal, it's just, it's laid out so well. And I just really think um, it's a great resource, especially for people that maybe think um, they're not journalers. Cause I mean, you can just write down one sentence, like it doesn't have to be pages and pages and pages. And it's not like a blank page to get intimidated by. Cause I, I know I can get intimidated by a blank page. Sometimes it's like, well, what do I write? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I just think it's an amazing resource. Um, and I love hearing your heart behind it and how um, I love also that you kind of brought it into the world for you, but then like it hits so many people because it was created for such a specific um, need to like, and we all have grief in our lives. We all have things that don't go as planned. We all have fears and worries and all these things. And you just help the journal really just helps you move through those things, but like stay tethered to God in that right. process. Oh, it's so good. Um, I'm sorry. I feel like a fangirl right now because I, I love your journal so much. <laughs> so well, I um, love I love hearing how people feel and think about it because, you know, as the author, I'm, I'm removed a lot of times from yeah. that. So that's good. Yes. Well, good. I'm so glad. So I, I don't know if this has happened to anybody else, but this has 100% happened to me. I'll journal for like three days and then I will all of a sudden forget my journal on, you know, a shelf for 17 days. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, how do you over, like, how do you move through that? Do you just pick it back up the next day or how do you navigate that when you accidentally forget for like a long time? Yeah. So I am a journaler. And I'm a type A personality, so I, and I like checklists, so I like to do it every single yeah. day, but I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't. Yeah. And um, 
I, it bothers me. It bothers me and I can get yeah. really hard on myself and it can get really discouraging. And it's a really like, I want to say strange, interesting headspace to get in when we feel like, Oh, I didn't keep up with that. Right. Like we can, it's almost like it brings a sense of guilt to us out of this performance thing. And it's like, no, no, that's not what it's about. And it's, it's, I give myself some permission. It's okay that I didn't show up, you know, on the page that day, like it's okay, but I'm here now. Um, that is one reason why I didn't write like on my journal, especially is like, it's not day one, day two, day three, day four, because when I miss days, you know, five through 10, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, this is kind of like my day five, but it's day 10. And now I don't know what to do. And I just don't want to do it again. Yeah. Um, so I didn't want to do that. I don't want the pressure for that. So it is a daily journal and I like to journal daily, but like you said, that's not what happens. And then we get discouraged. So what do we do? I don't know if this works for anybody else, but I have found that if I, I have like my five pages where I showed up consistently and then I get off track, I, for some reason, just draw a line through one page and then I start on the next page. Cause for me, it's like, I just know that there's a gap in time. Like yeah. it's just showing me visually like there was a gap in time and that's okay. And I'm just going to get back to the next day. Um, so I don't know if that's a practical thing that's helpful to anybody. It's, I don't even know why exactly I do it. Like it would be totally okay to not waste paper and just keep going. Um, but for some reason, just acknowledging that there was a gap and drawing a line through the page, like it's helpful to me. So I don't know. Um, and I think just knowing like, this is not as much as it seems like a checklist sometimes to add to your day. It's not about that. It's just about do it when you need it. Oh, that is so good. That totally blew my mind just then. <laughs> like, I feel like the the symbolism of like, yes, time has passed, but I'm committing to come back to this. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's so good. Um, I've never done that before. I usually, um, I don't know, this sounds silly, but um, I used to tape off the previous pages. Like I would like tape them together. I so like it's like they're old and I'm starting again new, but I mean, sometimes it's only been like a couple of days, you know, I like mm -hmm. the, I like the line through. I think that's yeah. a, a cool marker. So, um, if somebody has like, they really just want to connect to God through journaling, but they just don't know where to get started. Um, do you have any advice for that kind of situation? I think, think about what works for you. First of all, Think about um, what resource, resources you have available to you. Um, think about what you might need, um, because I don't know that there's, you know, a one-size-fits-all answer to yeah. that. But I think, number one, don't show up with a blank page. <laughs> like you said, yeah. like that, that can be really overwhelming, unless that works for you and you know that. Mm. Um, I highly recommend, you know, obviously I'd like to recommend my journal, but I think like also just to speak praise of yours, like having mm -hmm. somebody create something that will help you walk through and just write. Cause also we might have preconceived idea, ideas of what journaling is or what it looks like to, to me, it's yeah. just writing anything that helps you process. Um, so I think just finding some sort of journal or workbook or something that will help guide you to journal, grab that resource and use it so that you have a little bit of, of guidance. So it yeah. doesn't feel that, that overwhelm. Um, for me, I keep my journal right next to my Bible so that they go hand in hand. And so obviously it's part of my scripture study, um, and my spiritual practices. And I do like carry my journal kind of everywhere sometimes, but having them together, 
Um, and this goes back to a little bit about like my quiet time and how I make it work when I'm studying is, um, and a mentor taught me this, I don't know how many years ago now, but it's know what, know when, know where. Mm. So know what you're going to study, know when you're going to do it and know where you're going to do it. And so I have a place in my home. I know where it's going to be every day. I'm going to go there. I'm going to journal. I'm going to read my Bible. Um, I'm going to wake up early and that's when I'm going to do it. And so just kind of forward planning that um, also is, is very, very helpful if you're just, you know, wanting to, to start it out and it's okay to try and things not work, you know, and it's okay to try new things and um, just kind of, I would just encourage anybody just to keep trying, you know, yeah. try to get rid of excuses and, and try to get rid of any mindset that might discourage you to, to do that. Oh, that's so good. I love the um, what, when, and where. I love those three questions. That's a really great um, way to get started. Like the night before, just think, okay, tomorrow I'm going to read this. I'm going to read it at this time, and I'm going to read it at this place. That's so good. So good. Oh, I love this so much. This has been so amazing, and I've loved talking to you. Is there anything, the final words you want to say to um, just encourage everybody before we go? Sure. Um, I would just say, um, first, I think it's amazing that you're here, that you're doing this summit. Um, thank you, Eva, for putting this together. Oh, yeah. I think this is incredible. And there is, I know, so much wisdom to be gleaned. Um, I just want to encourage your hearts to stay connected to God's word, um, to try new things, to journal, um, to free yourself of that, that the line that you might think of, I'm just not a journaler, you know, give it a try, see what works for you. Um, if it doesn't work, don't be hard on yourself. That's okay. Um, I think um, it's just all about your heart and seeking God and that um, just keep doing that however you can. Oh, that's so good. Thank you so much for uh, coming and sharing with us today, Kristen. It's been great talking Thank with you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us today on the Bible Study Made Simple podcast. If you would like to grab Kristen's journal, A Life Worth Living, you can grab that at the link in the show notes below this video. If you would also like to grab the simple Bible study journal that we were talking about that I have put together, the link for that journal is in the show notes as well. If you are listening to this in real time, you can grab a free ticket to the 2022 Bible Study Summit. The link for that summit is in the show notes as well. I hope that you have a great day and I can't wait to talk to you next week on Bible Study Made Simple.